This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. No phones, no money, no hire. Yeah. Nobody wants to have a phone out when they're being vulnerable. It's self-explanatory. Um, yeah. No money, once you purchase your ticket, it's an all-inclusive resort. Mm-hmm. We don't want people touching cash uh, or touching their card and mm-hmm. then potentially touching someone. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then no hierarchy. There is no VIP. Yeah. If you have to play, like, you went through our process, welcome. Yeah. There is no section that you can't go into. Anything that I can do at the play, you can do as well. Welcome back to Open Late Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Spandiari, and this week I have with me Michael Hollis, the founder of The Play. You have been asking, let's talk about more play parties, sex parties, the whole of it. And so I attended a party, I attended a play party uh, that Michael hosted with his whole team a few weeks back. I had an amazing time. Immediately I was like, we've got to do a podcast episode. So... Welcome to the show. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for having us. So we met because I applied just like everyone else, and I had an interview with Pasha, of course, and you accepted us. (laughs) It was an easy decision. No, it was really, really great. One of the first things that I loved about the play was the fact that you vet all of your members. Yes, so that's really one of the things that separates us from uh, mm-hmm. other play parties and um, our vetting process, you know, it, it's not extremely strict, but we want to get to know people, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, when you're looking at Verizon, you know, and you're calling them and trying to get a human on the phone, it takes yeah. forever with us. You submit the application and yeah. then you get the human because we're offering a human experience. Mm-hmm. So we need to inject that uh, human Uh, experience into the application process as well. Yeah, from the very beginning. There's so many things I love about the play. We're going to talk all about kind of your process, your inspiration, how you laid out that foundation, your Mm -hmm. team, which you just told me you were expanding. And I'm so excited for you guys because you have so many applicants that you need more interviewers, which is really, really cool. We're going to dive into all of this today. So let's start. I think the inspiration for the play is something I was really drawn to being a performer myself mm-hmm. and you know we both live in LA so people who are listening of course we're in Los Angeles so there's a there's a decent amount of play parties you know we live in a there giant a metropolis here, yes so I imagine some of that informed why you created the play and yeah, yeah. so my wife and I um, have been in the lifestyle for about uh, I should say we've been ethically Mm non-monogamous for about six years. Um, And the play's been around for five years. Uh, So that first year, we went to as many play parties as we could. I mean, hotel takeovers, um, smaller vacations, and and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, That's exactly what we did. We didn't go to as many as we could, but in the first year, we we were like, let's taste everything. It's it's this like underground world, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, there's vampires living amongst us, you know? So, um, you know, I was just amazed by it. I'd, I'd go to these parties and I just felt they were missing the mark, you know. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. There's some of the experiences like what I like, mm-hmm. but overall I felt um, none of the play parties were like a play party I really wanted to go to. You yeah. Know? And I did, never felt like they were marketed towards like millennials, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, so... Oh, you know, we got together and we're like, how can we make a party that we would love to go to? Yeah. Um, and that's where we s- created our pillars. Mm-hmm. Health, consent, intimacy, and artistry. Beautiful. Health being number one. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, we were confused why play parties weren't asking us for our STI results. Right. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I imagine because there's such a stigma around it in general and it's... It's not part of the culture so far. I think as you're saying, like, you know, not marketing to millennials and the lifestyle, you know, getting into things like that. It it has been founded and, you know, really lived by people much older than us. And I think that 
our generation has started to normalize things like, let's talk about it. Like, you know, let's not have any surprises. Let's put everything on the table. 100%. And, you know, nowadays, uh, SDI testing is free. It's anonymous. Mm -hmm. Right. It's quick. Yeah. So you can get a test sent to your door. In three days, yeah. you know, if you if you, you can get results in as quick as 24 hours mm-hmm. since we're like in Los Angeles. So um, that's where we wanted to start. Um, and by no means like, hey, you know, every single party, I'd say like someone emails us back saying, hey, uh, yeah, my results came in. I'm going to have to get something fixed. And it's like, yeah, hey, no worries. Mm-hmm. Figure it out and then send us back, you know, the results. Right. And, and we're happy to let you in. It's not there shouldn't be shame around it. It mm-hmm. should be like an aha moment. Great, you fi- you found out that you know something was off and you were able to fix it. And that's so amazing because what happens is like similar to COVID, which we all just experienced. Like, <sighs> you know, when you ask people to test before coming to an event, which I did a lot for the retreats I was hosting, or you know the the moon circles that would have fifty people show up to them. It's like great, let's let's have a test within seventy two hours, and then the person who does pop up positive who maybe had no idea because they had no symptoms, stayed home. And we were able to contain, you know, the nature of our experience and everyone's health. And we laugh about this all the time that we were doing this in 2018, you Mm -hmm. know, having people get tested and um, making them health conscious before COVID hit. Right. You know, so when COVID hit, we were like, see, this is the reason why everybody should just be checking in with their health as, as you know, as much as possible. Yeah. So. And and it's like, you know, I just want to reiterate for people listening, there's absolutely no shame in contracting an STI because it's can be as easy to do as like getting a flu. Like if you share this glass of water with me and like I'm not feeling well, I'm sick, whatever, I have some kind of infection. I might pass that on to you. And if you're sexually active, people ask me all the time, do are you so much more worried about, you know, STIs because you're non-monogamous? And it's like, actually, when I was monogamous or single, I was in my 20s mm-hmm. and I was a lot more careless about my sexual health. I was not getting tested regularly. I was having sex without a condom, mm-hmm. you know, with people that I was not you know, having a discussion about, you know, sexual monogamy with. And it was just, you know, you, you slide into these relationship agreements without making real agreements. And so it's assumed that there's like this sexual monogamy when a lot of times people are assuming sexual monogamy and not having it. So that little tangent to say our community in general of people who are, you know, whether it's open or lifestyle, whatever you want to name it, I think are so much more sexually healthy and aware than, you know, others. And and also I think, you know, what stands out in this community is the type of communication we have. Mm -hmm. You know, it's this open communication. So when you do hit something, it's like, you know what, I'm happy to tell everyone that I hooked up with, hey, here's the situation. Uh, Maybe you have it, maybe you don't, but go get checked out. And they're not like, how could you do this? It's thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you giving me that mm-hmm. information. I'm happy to, you know, happy to get it checked out. Right. I yeah, I was just it made me think about an experience that I had a couple of years ago. The first time I ever had a scare, I was taking a little trip with a guy friend of mine mm-hmm. and he had been to a play party two weeks before and the girl that he went with, or actually I don't know if he went to the party, but the a girl that he was hooking up with called him and was like I just got back from a party and I think like I might have gotten something. And so I like show up on this fun trip to be with him. And he's like, he communicated to me like, hey, guess Mm -hmm. what? Like I just got this news and he had gotten tested that morning, but like the results weren't back. And it was just so, the timing was so funny because I was like, great, I have this three days to spend with you. And we had so much fun doing everything, you know, that we could without actually having sex. Um, but that was the first time. And I'm, you know, at that point in my life, it was probably like 35. So for that to pop up kind of later in the game is very telling of the way that I think people don't offer this information and the way that we're starting to normalize it and talk about it. And I think conversations like this make such a big difference because everyone's hearing this thinking, oh, you know, like I could be more communicative and I can be more aware and I can start to just have these conversations in general to create that kind of culture in my group, in my 
poly group in my mm-hmm. even yeah. even being monogamous. Well, you know, talking about the culture that that is the culture we wanted to create. You know, we found it surprising that we were trailblazing in this mm-hmm. uh, on this path, and um, within our community, we require everyone to get tested three months prior to the party. Uh, within three months prior to the party that they would like to attend, mm-hmm. which means everyone in our, in our community is getting tested once per quarter. Right. And we feel like that's a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. Are you going to get tested more? Probably. Yeah. But if you're new to this, hey, here's the standard. Yeah. If you'd like to, you know, play with mm-hmm. us. It's amazing. Okay. So we talked about health. Consent. Consent. So consent is huge. Um, you know, I've been to play parties where there's not a consent conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to parties where... You know, on the application, you kind of just check a box to say, hey, we talked, you know, this is our consent. Right. Um, you know, I check boxes for my iPhone all the time to be like, for the upgrade. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not reading through it. <laughs> no one's um, reading it. Exactly. So at our party, uh, we have a time where we gather everybody around and we talk about consent. What yeah. it looks like, sounds like, and feels like at the play. Mm-hmm. And our saying is, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. Yeah. But what we try to implement as well is making sure that we are just as excited about that no mm-hmm. as we are the yes. Mm-hmm. We have to celebrate people's no because to be able to express your boundary is powerful. It means you've done the internal work. And right. not only that, you're able to um, speak to it and be confident in it. Mm-hmm. And when you can do that, that should be celebrated. So our saying is when you get a no, Thank you for taking care of yourself. Yeah. Thank you for honoring your body. Thank you for respecting your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, not a lot of times, but sometimes um, that no can turn into a yes. Mm-hmm. So we just make sure to accept these no's as graciously as possible. Don't take it personal and keep moving. Right. Yeah. And and yeses can turn into no's as well. One of yes. the things I loved about, um, I just have to give a shout out if I can to Luna because oh, she was incredible. Yes. And the talk that she yes. gave um, was, and I've, I've heard a lot of consent talks, you know, mm-hmm. obviously being in this community. And I've been to a lot of parties that don't have, but she was so charismatic and covered all the bases and really educated people on like the energy behind it and the mm-hmm. why. And I thought that was so cool because she said like, you know, let's keep checking in also because you can be having intimacy with somebody and like, you know, it's good to be like, okay, wait, are we back in it? Or just like sensing somebody's energy as you move to another phase, yeah. you know, like as we're going to go from like whatever first base to third base, it's like, that person just because they want to make out might not want to like give you a blowjob or vice, you know, something like that. So she was, I, and I told her, I said, this is the best consent talk I've ever heard. And I've heard some pretty good ones. Like I, I have amazing friends that have communities, you know, similar to the play in some ways have a lot of uh, shared values and, I actually like, I want to have Luna on to, let's do a whole episode on consent. Yes. yes. Luna is a very special uh, human mm-hmm. and um, she just holds a special place in my heart. But I will also say, you know, I'm here to represent the play. We have a really awesome team yeah. that have come from different spaces um, and different style of play parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all bring a little bit of that magic and experience to the play. So we can have Luna do our, our consent talk. Um, we also have Ali, who's actually our consent fairy. Okay. Um, yeah, she'll help you when it comes to consent. Just navigate certain things. You can go up to her, have a conversation. Oh, amazing! Um, about like, hey, I'm interested in this person, but like, what's the right way to approach? Yeah. Like, hey, let me let me walk you through. <gasps> I should have them on together. That oh, would yeah. make for a great episode. I mean, okay. I, could, I can go through the whole team. There's, yeah, there's I I want to there. actually. Let's let's finish the four pillars. Yes. Because I don't want to get sidetracked. I can. My episodes can be all over the place, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna be laser focused today because there's so much to cover. Okay. So, all right, we have consent. We went through sexual health. Yes, um, intimacy. Intimacy. So that's the next step of this process. And I, I guess I should start kind of from the beginning of how this night gets started. You know, mm-hmm. when you, you're arriving between, you have an arrival time. This is perfect because one of the listener questions was, what should I expect from Here the play? Okay. So I feel like this I'll walk will... walk you through and we'll yes. get to the intimacy. Okay, so perfect. You, we have an arrival time. You have to arrive be, between 9 and 10 p.m. Um, at 10 p.m., we close the doors. Whether, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I'm, I'm running late. I'm sorry. We're creating a closed container and we're taking people through this experience. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure you've been at play parties where it's like midnight and a group of like five people walk in and it's like, whoa, that's a yeah. different energy. And it like, totally shifts the energy in the room. Exactly. So we want to keep everybody in this uh, container. 
Um, and during that first hour, after you, you, know, you check your phone, check your bag, and check your coat. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also, and we have three rules when you enter our space. No phones, no money, no hierarchy. Yeah. Nobody wants to have a phone out yeah. when they're being vulnerable. It's self-explanatory. Um, yeah. Know, money, once you purchase your ticket, it's an all-inclusive resort. Mm-hmm. We don't want people touching cash uh, or touching their card and mm-hmm. then potentially touching someone. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then no hierarchy. There is no VIP. Yeah. If you're at the play, like you went through our process, welcome. Yeah. There is no section that you can't go into. Anything that I can do at the play, you can do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that first hour um, is, is our happy hour. And... Uh, you know, we also have a pre-rolls as well. Yes. Because it's Los Angeles. Yes. <laughs> um, and the topic of conversation, because sometimes it's hard for people to, hey, what do I talk about in a play? This mm-hmm. is a new social setting for me. So what do I talk about? So we give you the prompt. What are your boundaries? You yeah. can go up to anyone, ask them your boundaries. They can come up to you. I even said, without even asking their name, just go up to them. What are your boundaries? Because mm-hmm. it's a great conversation to springboard from. Right. So then after everybody's there, we close the doors, we gather around, we have our consent conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that consent conversation, we also talk about voyeurism. Not everybody likes to be watched. Right. So what's the right distance? And you know what? We use uh, the COVID rules. Yeah. Six, six feet. feet. <laughs> That's right. If you're within six feet, you need to ask, hey, is it okay if I right. watch? And, um, you know, whatever that feedback is. And then after the consent conversation, we go into the intimacy mm-hmm. um, experience. And Ali usually leads the in, uh, the um, consent conversation as our consent therapy. Oh, okay. And Luna leads our intimacy exercise because Luna is a world-renowned Tantra master. Okay. Uh, she's traveled the world to teach Tantra. So, um, and those who don't know Tantra, it's intimacy without penetration. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we may start off with eye gazing with mm-hmm. a few strangers, someone you don't know, right. eye gaze with. Whether you're interested with the, in them or not, just go and take in this crowd, mm-hmm. these people that you're, we're going to journey with. Um, and then there could be a conversation, we call it dibs. Mm-hmm. Express your desires, intentions, and boundaries mm-hmm. with the person across from you. Um and that usually gets the conversation going. And oh, yeah. After that, uh, I love this part with Luna. We just look at each other and we're like, all right, we're done. <laughs> Let them go. Um, and so that's how we kind of increase the intimacy. And then we get to the artistry, our final pillar. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I love about the play is that, you know, sometimes we'll have professional performers, but a lot of the times it's people in our community that want to live out of fantasy. Right. Um, one of my favorite performances uh, was from a couple we were like, we love to do acro yoga. How do we make it sexy? You mm-hmm. know, so we paired her, we paired them up with one of our erotic producers. Um, and that's why we asked you on your application, what are, what is your fantasy? Right. What would you like to perform? Because we can make it happen. So, now that I've been, I fully understand. When I first saw the application, so for people who are listening who might want to apply, I was like, I have none. <laughs> because I got a little bit, like, not freaked out, but I guess it's like, oh, okay. It, it just felt like this How big moment of like, right? Like, yeah. I have a lot of fantasies. Yeah, I don't know who's reading this right? on the other side. But it's you and it's your team. And now that I've met them, I feel so comfortable. And you fully help the members produce these yeah. ideas. We have a team full of, you know, producers by day, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're working on different films and um, advertising, you name it. Um, so you'll choose, Hey, this is what I want my lighting to be, mm-hmm. my sound design, my music, my staging. Right. Um, so we had this couple that said, Hey, we want to do acro yoga. How do we make it sexy? It was like, all right, what if you guys did a nude acro yoga performance? Mm-hmm. Remember, you love it. But my boundary is I just don't want to have my bottom out there. Right. You know? So it's like totally fine. You guys wear nude underwear. Yeah. Right. So they put on the nude underwear. Um, they do this performance where we project a kaleidoscope onto them. Mm-hmm. We add some fog. Uh, it's on an infinity wall. So now we're watching these bodies morph yeah. as the kaleidoscope is on them. And then we've got, you know, the smoke and the projector is always cool. Yeah. Um, but then you're watching their silhouettes on the infinity wall, seeing mm-hmm. what's actually going on. And, you know, the performance is five minutes. They made a mistake. We don't care if you make a mistake. We're yeah. just happy that you contributed to the space. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I really loved was when the couple told me, hey, we worked on this performance for two weeks. We went to another play party to perform it just to practice. Oh my gosh, play. no way. And I was like, I love that. You <laughs> That's know? so cool. Um, and just hearing like the growth that they had because they were able to have that expression and practice and the bonding that happened over that time. Um, yeah. So then after the first performance, we'll have an intermission. 
And with that intermission, it allows you to have something of substance to talk about. Mm -hmm. We all love art. There's a different perspective. Everyone wants to share their perspective. And now, you know, maybe you came right at 10. You know, now you have a chance to really drop in with people, but you have something of, like I said, something of substance to, to talk about. And then we'll have another performance. Right. Um, and then another intermission and then another performance. Mm -hmm. So then you get this chance to interact with people. And I like to call it the nuances of flirting. Mm -hmm. You know, where you're standing across the room of someone that you're interested in, you're making eye contact, or yeah. you're both painting on this perfect example this woman wanted to perform her ep at the play um so she did it blindfolded um and she was nude and everyone was painting on her with a feather because the theme of that play was the primal play so we had the feathers wow um so they dipped it in paint she, there's 30 feathers on her all painting different things oh my and, gosh you know, i'm watching people flirting i love what you drew on her mm -hmm. you know like that's so awesome um yeah you're able to give these compliments and it's genuine and again something where it's not like hey i like your hair you know right <laughs> yeah let's talk about the art let's appreciate it the and the art is so beautiful and so engaging that it's also a huge turn on so i have to share like one of the things for me i've talked about this on the show before I love going to play parties because I love meeting people. I, I obviously like want to be a part of this community and just meeting other people who have the same shared values that I do, you know, about open communication and non-monogamy. But I'm hardly ever fully turned on at play parties. Mm. It's rare that I actually play at play parties. <sighs> and so, yeah, and it's just like, I think a lot of people, I also like lean into a bit of, uh, demisexual mm -hmm. so like I've got to be really engaged with somebody and have like mm -hmm. um, you know a relationship with them and a bit of an emotional connection before I can have sex which doesn't mean I like I don't like casual sex it's really interesting Same. yeah and so play parties for me can be really overstimulating and there's like I'm missing the middle mm -hmm. and it's cool because I love to watch somebody you know, whether it's silks or on a ring or on a pole or dance or fire, like, and I saw so much of that. I don't want to give a lot away, but there's so many beautiful erotic performances at the play that I had the ability to get out of my head and get mm -hmm. really turned on by all of my senses and all of the energy. And, you know, because a, a part, a play party is a lot of, like the elements that you would have at a regular party. It's just then sex is welcome and usually will happen. So it's like I was missing that middle. And the art for me, I was like, oh, this is the middle. This is amazing. <laughs> well, you know, this was another reason we created the play in this format. I didn't like going to parties and you get there and everybody's like, all right, let's go. Let's play. Yeah. Like, it's like everybody wants to fuck the moment you, you walk are, in the yeah. door. I'm like, oh, okay. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with I'm that. I'm as fuck right now. There's nothing wrong with that style. You know, there's there's nights where I, I want that style and we go mm -hmm. to a different party for that. Right. But I appreciate some anticipation, getting to know someone. You know, I always say capture my mind before mm -hmm. I give you my body. I, mm -hmm. Just because you're beautiful and you're attracted to me and I'm attracted to you doesn't mean I just want to like hook up with you ASAP. Right. Like, let's talk. Mm -hmm. Like, let's play some mind games here. Yeah. Um, so our, the first two and a half to three hours at the play, it's just getting to know people, experiencing the art, dropping in, doing the intimacy exercise um, and strategizing, if you will. Yeah. So then when it is time to play, it's like, you know what? I know exactly who I was bonding with. And right. I want to go talk to you. So when it comes to consent, it becomes a lot easier because you built a rapport. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's so beautiful. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. 
With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Okay, so just to recap for everybody listening, we've got health, we've got consent, intimacy, and the art. So those are the four pillars of the play. And you recently added intimacy, and it was the yes. three and then the four. And the, the first couple of rules, or the, the only rules really, are no phones, no money, and no hierarchy from mm-hmm. the moment you walk in the door. Um, because, you know, I actually had another listener question, and it was like, how do I stay safe? And I think it came from a single woman. And it's like, okay, I feel like we've already discussed that because there's so much safety and security wrapped up in the fact that everyone coming is agreeing to this culture of consent to this culture of actually being present to the person you're with and then you know no phones and and things like that really create like such a safe vibe and i'm not just saying this because like you're on the show but it was the safest that i ever felt at an event there's a lot of steps for us to create that safe space so Mm -hmm. it starts with the application if we see a red flag on the application where you're right you're answering our consent question with one word Mm -hmm. well that's one of our pillars yeah so clearly this may not be for you right you You don't know know what we're talking about we don't care what you look like Mm -hmm. if you're not able to express consent in this format how can i expect you to express it to someone face to face right Um, another way we create safety um, especially for our uh, female identifying guest, is we have a goddess garden. Mm. Um, and this is a space for only individuals who identify as female. We understand we're in a patriarchy, mm. right? So we need to actively make spaces for our female identifying guests uh, to drop in without feeling the presence of a male mm-hmm. or the male gaze, quote unquote. Yeah. So um, there is a space. Uh, that women can go to. Our parties will tend to have more women than men um, because we find when it's an even balance, the Mm -hmm. patriarchy takes over. Mm. So we have to have more of that feminine energy there. Mm. And again, if you want to get away from uh, the the divine masculine, we have that divine feminine space for you to drop into and not feel the pressure uh, of the male. Beautiful. It was one of my favorite things about the party. Yes, very vibey. Not only that, when you're at the party, we have a team of about 15 that's floating around. Yeah. Some we introduce to the public, Mm -hmm. some we don't. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, well, Michael's back is turned, so I'm going to go try to do something. Yeah, there's none of that. Watching all over. Um, And then we tell everyone in the interview if you're asked to leave the play, don't fight it, just leave. Mm -hmm. It's rarely a time where we're saying you can't come back. It's like, hey, let's have a discussion. Of like where you may have made a misstep or what was perceived. Right. Let's have that conversation um, at another time. But our our saying is protect the vibe at all costs. Right. So, this is actually something I wanted to chat about with you. Mm-hmm. It was one of the questions I sent you um, the other day. It was like, or maybe I didn't. I thought about it later. I'm not sure. Is how do you handle that? Because I'm I'm a huge fan of like education, and I think that part of the problem. In, in a lot of societies and, you know, like ours included and even our community is when people expect everyone to do it right the first time and not make mm-hmm. any mistakes. And I think that's just so silly. And I think punishing someone without, you know, helping them understand like what they can do better and improve. And I'm not just talking about like at a play party in life, right, is the wrong way to go about it because that creates like a a very black and white situation nothing ever is mm-hmm. granted there's like a spectrum of you know a spectrum of things you could be doing wrong right there's like it depends on the offense of course yeah. but yeah if someone crosses a boundary or you, you know happen. just yeah like doesn't follow the rules yeah. brings out a phone like walk us through that how do you handle those situations so in the phone case it's just you need to leave yeah Period. Yeah. It's a rule. We'll, we need to ask you to leave. So um, now let's say there is an issue with consent. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have people at the party that help manage these situations. Um, you know, most of the time we'll separate both parties and just mm-hmm. kind of figure out what exactly happened, hear both sides of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been times where, you know, we had a situation and we heard both sides of the story and, you know, 
the story wasn't explained in the same sequence of events. So all the things that the person said, like, hey, these are the things that happened. But when you hear the sequence of how it happened, it's like, oh, well, there's a little bit of clarity there. Okay. Actually, consent was expressed, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe there's some trauma. But most times, if there is a situation that happens, um, we'll just determine what's the right course of action as a team. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, either ask both to leave ask one party to leave um you know again it's about protecting the vibe so if someone is is feeling um it's ruined their night then it's like hey look it's it's all good we'd love to have you at the next one but go heal this Mm -hmm. if this was a traumatic experience um it is it's a case by case case by case basis for sure yeah that's that so that's happened and you guys have dealt with that sort of thing oh yes not uh, not all the time it's it's a very rare situation where that happens Mm -hmm. because we have so because of our vetting system um but over the past five years maybe three times where Mm -hmm. we've you know a couple got into an argument yeah you know a big argument at the plant it's like Mm -hmm. hey guys See, it's getting a little heated. This is um, for therapy. Yeah, exactly. And so can you guys just, you know, please step mm. outside and like, just come on back when, when it makes sense to our next party. Yeah. But right now it's just affecting others. Mm-hmm. And now people are like, hey, what's going on over there versus dropping into the space. Yeah. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's still a party. There's an environment where people are drinking there's, you know, like sex and sexy things happening. So, you know, it's not immune to yeah. to like drama or trauma. Like it's never going to be a perfect space. I think you do an incredible job of, you know, vetting people, creating a safe container. But at the end of the day, like human nature. Yes. You know? and, and to clarify, you know, you aren't purchasing a ticket to the play. You're purchasing a membership mm. to be a part of the play community. Um, so... Even when we're offering drinks to our members, um, this is, you know, these are uh, complimentary. And we also cut the bar off at midnight. Yeah. You know, we have a three drink maximum, mm-hmm. you know, and our bartender is counting. We we can't preach consent and have people... Um, inebriated. Inebriated, yeah. trying to give consent. So mm-hmm. we're making sure that, hey, you know, with the people that are there, you know, watching everything... Is anybody getting too tipsy? And so most of the time, um, or not most of the time, the times like where we've had to ask people to leave, it's it's mostly because of intoxication. Yeah. Rarely is it consent-based. It's mostly like, hey, you know, you pre-gamed before this? Yeah. Sloppy is not the vibe. Yeah, it's yeah. never the vibe, right? Yeah. So um, that that's usually, mm-hmm. you know, what happens when we're asking people to leave. We've had, you know... Uh, we are a drug-free space, mm. and so we want to make sure that, um, you know, even if we are offering, you know, a, a drink here and there, or, mm-hmm. you know, if you'd like to smoke, um, just making sure that you're in a good space right. to give consent and receive consent. Yeah, and one of the things that always comes up for me is, you know, I it's, it's interesting. I'm toying with being alcohol sober, so mm-hmm. for the last six months, I haven't had any alcohol. I do enjoy like other substances and psychedelics. Mm-hmm. I've worked with in psychedelic kind of therapy spaces for a while. Um, I think that at so many times different substances like alcohol, for example, they take away from intimacy. It's like mm-hmm. the more you drink something, the less you can actually connect with people. Yeah. And so to that point. Yeah. I know, mean it's not it's not like everyone we're all different. Exactly. This is my experience. But I do really respect the sort of three drink maximum for that reason. It's just yes. like people I want to hook up with and then I'm like, bro, but now you're slurring. No, yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing, you know, I I make the announcement at the play that hey, this is a play party, not a party party. Right. Right. So we you know Feel free to have a drink. And I think a lot of people who are new to this space, um, when they come into this social setting, having a drink makes them feel comfortable. Of course. Just something in their hand to hold. Right. Like, okay, I'm at a party. I, I have, have a drink. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I have thing. I can cheers with somebody. Exactly. <laughs> like, all right, this feels comfortable. I'm, I'm starting to feel mm-hmm. more comfortable. Maybe I have a drink or two, like, just to take off the edge. Yeah. Um, but as they get more in, in tune to the space... You know, we don't want you inebriated. We want you to be your truest self. Mm-hmm. And that's the true essence of the play is creating a space where you can just be your truest self, 
a, a level of freedom that you may not be able to experience in, in other places with this right. many people. Yeah, I love that. I want to ask one last thing about um, sort of how you handle issues. Because you did, you mentioned, you know, like having, kind of removing the people from the space that are causing the drama, of course, yeah. because of course you want, you want to minimize like mm-hmm. what can happen. And do you then, like what's protocol after for those people? Can they come back? Um, what if somebody does feel like the, the thing that happened traumatized them? Like, are they able to... You know, do you, are you having conversations with these people after? I, I'm sure it's a case by case. It's all very nuanced, but yes, it is all very nuanced. Um, our protocol is once we um, ask them to leave, is that we will follow up to say, hey, what what happened in this situation? Mm-hmm. Um, there's never been a situation where it's like you know the authorities need to get involved or something right. of that nature. Yeah, um, that's you know again back to our vetting system, um, but we do want to have a conversation with them mm-hmm. and. We aren't professionals, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. but what we will do is provide them with resources to, to reach out to. So mm-hmm. if you do feel like that was a traumatic experience, like we're not the therapist, but hey, here are some therapists that, you know, we trust or, or right. here are some other resources that you may be interested in. Um, but again, this is it. It's it's very rare. Yeah. Um, but as we grow, it is something that we have to be cognizant of and, and prepare for. Yeah, because I can only imagine you're going to get so much bigger than... I mean, I don't know if that's even the intention, which we're going to talk about, actually, mm-hmm. the future of the play. Um, but, you know, there were, what, 60 people yeah. at the This the one, we, we cut it off at 60. Um, oh, that's right on the money. Yes. So each each party, we don't... We're not the party that tries to sell as many tickets as mm-hmm. possible. Um, we pick and choose who's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like we're playing matchmaker in a sense you know when we see like okay well these five people who applied and want to come to this party are all into shibari right they have this desire exactly so they have they love shibari okay so we're gonna have um you know my boy tk he was doing Mm -hmm. the shibari yeah i met him he's amazing you know um shout out to bondi time (laughs) but basically he you know we will introduce them to tk and like Mm -hmm. hey tk these are the five people that are coming that are into shibari if you can like give them a taste of what you do that'd be awesome right so they may be a little nervous but tk will go up to them mm-hmm. or one of our um uh we call them our angels you know um they may go up to them and say hey would you like to try the uh shibari station yeah and they're like how'd you know yeah oh, well, well, it's also yeah you really do like manicure the community very well and that's what i was saying like as you grow as long as the team grows and you have that alignment, you know, you're really going to be able to continue that like personal touch at scale. Like I can see that possible just meeting some of your team, which is actually what I want to talk about. Yes, next. I want to talk about my team because uh, I say it all the time. Teamwork makes a dream work. Yes, we, have, we come from we, the same schools. That's right. <laughs> and, and it's um, we just have such an awesome team with the play and just so blessed to know these individuals. Um they all add some magic and, you know, finding people to join the team, uh, you know, it's a process. Mm. It's not just like, oh, you're cool. Yeah, join our team. You know, like, yeah. um, you know, everybody that joins a team has to volunteer for the play for a little bit just to know that, hey, you want to do this out of the kindness of your heart. You want to do this because this is your passion. And then we start finding out what their skills are. Right. And, um, you know, all of them have a very high EQ. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they do these interviews. They feel people out. They've been on the scene for a while. Yeah. So, you know, there's certain personality types and certain things that you can look out for. Um, so did you found the play? Um, okay, so you and your wife founded it together. Was together it with, with, another, with another couple. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So was it started by a few of you that were like, okay, this is the team? And then you picked other people up from, you know, different communities or your friend group as you went along. Like, so, how did it all, like, yeah, so come together? Yeah, so when we first started, um, you know, I, w- I won't mention their names, but there was another couple that we started with. And um, they were really on the art side of it. Mm. And we were on the production side of it. Okay, you know? cool. And we were also, like, in the community. They weren't really in the community. They were mm-hmm. more of just like, hey, we want to create sexy content. Yeah. So... But they weren't, were they not open? They were. They okay. were open, but they Just were, not like in. Yeah, they, they weren't going to play parties. Yeah. You know, so, um, we, you know, we started off in an art gallery 
And, you know, the first third of it is an art gallery where we would show all of the, the past performances, you wow. know? So you're kind of getting this gallery experience and then we open it up to the sound stage to where now we're creating stages for each person's performance. Back then we were doing seven to eight performances in a night. Well, okay, know? that's a little too many. Exactly, <laughs> that's what we found out. Like people, yeah. you know, as we got... Trial and error. Yeah, and, 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 and at that time, you know, with the play, it's not the uh, queer party, it's not the bi party, it's not the straight party. It's where artists play. Mm. If you have an appreciation of art, what, however you identify, we want you here. If you yeah. like to create art, we want to help you create that, help help your vision you know, come to mm. life. So um, it definitely started off a little more art heavy. And then as we evolved and during COVID, we separated, um, you know, kind of died down during COVID. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we, we separated and they're like, hey, you know, you guys can continue on with the mm. play if you'd like. And we were like, you know what? We, we think we can. Yeah. Um, and we did a few virtual plays. Oh. Yeah, we had some really cool virtual plays. One of my favorite ones was uh, called Options, where everyone logged on to Zoom. Um, or I forget which app it was. Yeah. But, you know, um, they, they logged on and video chatted. And there was a woman and an assistant and we would give them option A or B to happen to the individual. Okay. And so we would say, would you like oil poured on her butt or milk? You know, and then everybody types in like, I love this. Oil, oil, oil. Like, All right, oil it is. Oh my so God. we do oil, then it's, it's like, amazing. okay, do you want her to be flogged or do you want her to be spanked with a hand? And then everybody's typing. But then also the chat room's going crazy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that performance... It ended uh, fantastically. Um, wow! Yeah, it was. I think that one ended with like this um, this glass dildo. It was like, would you like a butt plug or the glass dildo? And it was like glass dildo. But then we get the camera angle of like, you know, the, this the, is the glass dildo going in and just the chat's going crazy. This is the but, best COVID erotic well, art porn I've ever heard of in my life. When it comes to creativity, you know, we have to. There's infinite ways to be creative and expressive mm. and erotic, and so. Let's not, you know, see COVID as a roadblock. Let's right. just see it as a challenge. The obstacles, the way. Let's figure. Let's figure out how to move around that. Yeah, yeah. We're creative enough. Amazing! Wow. Um, okay, so I want to wrap up with this because I'm like very uh, hallmark moment. <laughs> <laughs> I I find that one of the most beautiful things about like what I get to do with this show and how it's affecting people's lives and like what people share with me, how it's changed their relationships, which ultimately affects their lives so much. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the reasons I actually found the play was Dr. Zana. And Jana said at the event that you hosted that, you know, your relationships, you have so much control over them and they can bring so much happiness mm-hmm. or they can, you know, cause a lot of pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And so what have been maybe some of your highlight ripple effects into the community from the play okay over time um you know i'm I'm watching the play as it evolves and seeing people interact and what i realized um is that people want to connect deeply Mm -hmm. that's why they're really at these events um you know, you truly get to live in the moment where you can make that fuck yes to mm-hmm. really enjoy someone. And we have to understand that there is sexual tension there. You know, yeah. like this, our society is like so sex positive and you see it everywhere. So there's that sexual tension there. So we we do have to address the sexual tension in the room mm-hmm. and, and people do. But what people really want is the pillow talk. Yeah, They want to sit there with, you know, five, six, 10, 20 people. In a cuddle bottle. Butt naked, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or slightly dressed and talk about their experience. But after that, that kind of sexual energy is mm-hmm. left. Like, I'm vulnerable now. You see yeah. everything. Like, mm-hmm. my my dick doesn't have to be hard right now. Like, right. I can just talk um, to another man, you know, mm-hmm. both of us, like, butt naked, being vulnerable, talking about our experiences and really bonding um, we can talk to other couples and say, hey, you know, how have you guys dealt with, you know, jealousy? And, um, you know, we had a threesome where I was the focus. What what do you guys do about that? And mm. so you can start having these real deep conversations with people and connecting. And 
that is the true beauty of the play is that we've created a space where you can be your truest self um you can experience a level of freedom that you haven't before and then you get to connect with people on uh, an intimate vulnerable um and profound level really Mm. it's I, i every party i take a step back and um i take it all in and you know i'll see a man playing the flute in the corner uh, <laughs> yeah i see you know uh, people seven people in the jacuzzi doing a, a massage circle mm. i'll see um you know this this guy um you know being pleasured by a woman while his wife watches um i'll see uh, two people you know in the corner meditating I'll see, you know, a violinist playing as a woman dances in the background with dancing fans. Yeah. Um, and and that, that is truly, like, I've experienced a lot of this, too. It's just anywhere you look, people are really just expressing themselves very freely. And this is it. It's the freedom of expression mm-hmm. that that all of these different forms of expression can happen in a space where there isn't judgment. You know, you don't have to worry about your status or like how much money you have on you right now or what time is it where's my phone yeah just be here with us connect um and and that is what drives me to continue to do this this yeah. is why i'm dedicated to this space because the level of freedom that um I, i've got to see the level of liberation uh the the type of emails we receive mm. this is what keeps me going forward this is what our team loves and uh, I can't say this enough. The team that we have at the play really makes this experience so special. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, with the growth, it's it's about finding the, those right people to yeah. help uh, to help you know this vision come to life. That's amazing. I'm just so happy that I could help showcase it because it's such a beautiful community. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. It's. <sighs> really really a special place and in many ways everything you were just talking about really reminded me of a lot of the things i love about you know burner culture like i've been going to burning man for you know a a long time since 2014 without missing a year really and and you don't have money or you don't have your phone and you really dropped in with somebody and someone's created this beautiful place where your self-expression your boundaries your art is like the focal point and is so supported. The currency is creativity. Yeah. And I went to my first burn last year. Um, Crazy one to choose for your first time. (laughs) It was a hard burn. 13 hour sandstorm, you know, that we are just raging in. But um, after that burn, we changed up a little bit of the play. Oh, so the burn really influenced like the shift. It's home for me. Cool. Well, the play is home, but this is my vacation spot. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I love it. um, You know, when I I saw how they had these, you know, these activations where creativity was the currency here, Mm -hmm. that's when we started adding, you know, during our happy hour, we had those activation stations. So the one you went to, the April Fool's one, wanted to make it fun. Yeah. So we said, you know, all the women, bring your, you know, your uh, best vibrating dildo. (laughs) You know, and we have the dildo luge. Yeah, and we just amazing. race them, you know, and that's the currency. You bring the dildo, we'll race we'll, it. And we'll, we'll make a luge. Yeah, and then we have like Monopoly money. Yeah, Monopoly just money betting on it. Yeah, I actually exactly, won. I was like know? really happy about right? this. I remember like, your race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, we had the, the butt plug ring toss, you know, mm-hmm. the fire spankings. It's, yeah. it's like, let's have these fun ways to get to know people and the feedback that we got was like, we really love the activations because it helped me get to know people more. Mm. It's like, Perfect. Another way to connect. So constantly creating these genuine connections Mm -hmm. to then when the playtime starts, it's effortless. effortless. It's effortless. Yeah. Jessica, I just want to say thank you so much. I'm so, um, so much gratitude. Hmm. You know, I was meditating this morning thinking about this and, and like we ask these artists to have their expression at the play. And then you're like, hey, here's my expression. So I'm here to support all forms of expression. And I love that you're doing this, giving uh, the play community a voice, yeah. you know, giving the, the non-monogamy community a voice mm-hmm. to be heard. And, and um, it can you can feel a little lost out there sometimes. But knowing that there's people having these type of 
you know, beautiful conversations yeah. um, is, is huge. So I just wanted to commend you for what you're doing for uh, you. this community. And um, it's, it's powerful. Thank you so much, Michael. Yeah, I just honestly, I want to be a lighthouse. It's like, here we are, <laughs> really big. Before we close out, we should actually announce that we are having, we. <laughs> but, You'll be there. But I will be there, actually. Before we close out, we should talk about May 13th. May 13th is the Matrix. Um, this is the only party that we, well, the only theme that we repeat. It's our signature party. Uh, the Matrix, I mean, first off, as we know, the Matrix was yeah. probably a sex party. It's a what, very what sexy. What was happening in Zion was, uh, yeah. you know, there were some moments. We saw Neo and Trinity. Um, <laughs> but uh, point is, this is going to be, uh, this is our biggest, you know, party of the year. Uh, biggest as far as, not in size, but just in hype. Yeah. And um, it's going to be a really fun experience. We we just had a meeting last night of all the cool ideas that we're, yeah. we're going to bring to the to the party. So again, May 13th. Uh, is the party submit your application ASAP we are not the type of party to just accept people day of mm -hmm. it's a process you have to set up your interview we look at the application so mm -hmm. get it in ASAP I hope to see you there and if you miss this one we got more coming up but uh, looking forward to to you guys joining the community and thank you for giving us a voice and yeah. as always shout out to the play team you guys are helping make this magic and i love you so much thank you and thank you jessica for hosting me of open course. late i can't wait for you know future episodes i, I know luna would love to be on out there's a yeah. bunch of people so um whether we do a round table or yeah you know, whatever that looks like i want to help support uh, your art we'll definitely make it happen Thank you so much, Mr. Michael Hollis, founder of The Play, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned because we are about to drop you a Q&A with all of the listener questions from Instagram this week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.